We are Chris and Elizabeth Servant, middle school sweethearts who have literally grown up together. We have been through the many highs and lows of marriage, parenting, friendship, and faith over the years. And through it all, we believe we are better together. We created the Look Up Collective podcast to provide simple, actionable, and encouraging conversations that help you become rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others around you. If you are someone who wants to make the most of this one life we have been given and are looking to be more intentional in the ways you see and show up for the people in your life, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. We are so excited that you are back here with us. If it's your first time, welcome, 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 welcome. We are so excited that you are here as well. Hopefully you find what we have to say valuable. We are here because our mission is we want to help people become rooted in what matters so that they can be able to look up and serve others. And that is what we do in our life. That's what we're really excited to do. Today, I want to start us off a little bit differently today. Typically, we just dive right on into the topic of the conversation. But today, I wanted to start with a little something. There's a thought that I've been practicing often lately that I've just been telling myself all the time, and it is this will be used, mm -hmm. okay? It's that this will be used. And, and, and my thought process in that is, whether it's a time of difficulty, whether it's a time of triumph, whether it's a time that I'm really not enjoying or a time that I am loving, mm -hmm. that this will be used, whether it's in my story, this will be used in other people's story. And ultimately, as a believer, this will be used for the glory of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we do in our coaching community once a week that I love, and I think like we're going to have this conversation today, is that we love to celebrate things. Okay. Okay. But we love to celebrate not just the wins, the highs, the amazing, amazing times in our life, but we also like to celebrate the hurdles, the difficulties, the little roadblocks, the speed bumps along the way. So today, I would like to ask you, Elizabeth, the past week, have you had any wins and have you had a hurdle? Yes. So the reason why we love to celebrate both is because we believe life is 50-50. We love the quote, welcome to the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Don't be afraid. And so that's why we celebrate both because they both teach us so much. Life is our greatest teacher, right? And if we lean into the good and the hardships, because we're not exempt from hardships, right? Like we're going to have hurdles. Like no one is immune to that. So we celebrate it all and look up collective because it's all for our good and everything will be used. So this past Can I week, say one thing really yes. quick about why we want to bring awareness to celebrating hurdles as well mm -hmm. is because right now, a lot of the things that we consume, the intake that we have is through social media. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, yes, there are people that they are trying to do their best to show like the fullness of their life and things. The truth of the matter is, is that we mostly share the great things, the yeah, good things, the highs, highlight reels, the highlight the reel, right? And, and we believe that that is great. Like we should celebrate those things, but we want to bring awareness to you can also celebrate the other things as well because they will be you. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. That's just why, why we're something that we are 
we are really passionate about. And yeah, so yeah, wins and hurdles. What do you got? One of each. This past week has been a pretty difficult, like physically for me. Most of you know that you follow me. I've had a lot of difficulty in the past couple years with like panic attacks. And it's all, for the most part, health related. I've never really struggled with these, but a lot of things in my past that I allowed to happen in the sense of like, I ran myself to the ground (laughs) and, you know, I'm not feeling my feelings and dealing with things. I just like let it all bubble up basically. And now we are having repercussions of that. And so I take a lot of ownership and that's why I also take ownership in my healing as well. So just a really tough physical week and I started feeling very overwhelmed and just suffocated and like feeling despair and afraid and anxious and weak. And so I started thinking, why was I thinking that way? Like what was making me feel that way? And so that's what we do is like we get to the root of our feelings and it is a thought. It's always a thought when we are feeling certain feelings. And so I did some journaling. We're really big on journaling and um, self-reflection. And I got to the thought that so many people are dependent on me. I kept thinking this thought, like so many people are dependent on me. And so when I think that, my personality gets very overwhelmed and suffocated by that feeling and like insecure and anxious and afraid. And so when I feel those feelings, what do I do? I want to just crawl in a hole. I want to just run to, we always joke, but I always say, I just want to live in a lighthouse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like a little thing that we talk about all the time. And one day we are going to have a vacation for two or three weeks in a lighthouse, but not forever. That's not what I want forever. It's just, that's my knee jerk reaction when I feel overwhelmed. And so those are the actions I take. And so what is that going to get me when I do those actions? It just further solidifies that so many people are dependent on me. And so although my circumstances actually are, a lot of people depend on me. Like I am a business owner to several businesses and I homeschool. I am a wife, my immediate family going through a lot of hardships, like friends, community, church, like a lot of people do need me. That doesn't change. My circumstances do not change. But how I was seeing it and how I was thinking about my circumstances is what needed to change. And so I knew what I wanted to feel, right? Like, what do I want to feel about my life? Because my circumstances are not going to change in this season. But I do want to live my life with fullness, fully awake to it. I don't want to run and hide, right? And so I change. I took my thoughts captive and I renewed my mind. And so I just really did some thought work. And my new thought was I was made to serve. I was made for this. I was made to serve. I was made for this to connect, to contribute my gifts. And when I come to the table telling myself I was made to serve. God made me for this. God made me to connect with others. God made me to contribute my gifts. It truly changes everything on how I see and view my life, how I think about my life. And so when I thought that thought, instead of, oh my gosh, so many people are dependent on me, and that suffocating, panicky feeling that just sits on your chest, 
when I think I was made to serve, I was made to connect, to contribute my gifts. I started to feel encouraged, empowered, joyful, delighted, faithful, daring to show up cheerfully and knowing that it's worthwhile. When I get super down in that suffocated feeling, I did have to process it. I did. I welcomed the feeling. I was like, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm going to allow myself to feel it. But then because a lot of times I will question, is it all worth it? Like, I feel like I'm drowning right now. Is it all worth it? But when I say I was made for this, I was made to serve and contribute and to connect with others. It is worth it. It's worthwhile. And I'm hopeful. And I see the value in it. And guess what? When I feel those feelings, how do I show up for my life? I serve. I connect. I contribute my gifts. I show up with joy and cheerfully give of myself. And so you see my thoughts and my action. Because as a man thinks, so is he. And so that was a hurdle, but then also a win. Because a long time ago, not a long time, like very, not even a long time ago, like just a year or two ago, I would have sat in so many people are dependent on me for weeks. I would have just sat in that thought. But because I had become a watcher of my thoughts when I was feeling that way one night, I was like, I can't wait to get up in the morning and journal this out. Like, I'm so excited because I know this is causing me a lot of pain and suffering. And I don't have to choose that. I can renew my mind and I can choose a new thought that is going to serve me and help me serve the people that God's placed in my life so much more joyfully and cheerfully. And so that's a huge win that I was able to see it's so much quicker than I used to. Like I said, I, could, I used to sit there for weeks upon weeks, go down in a dark hole. You know how like a lot of times we say, I'm just bent towards depression or I am prone to, to depression. I used to think that way. I used to think that was my lot because I would dwell on thoughts and recycle those thoughts over and over again and stay there instead of becoming a watcher and examine and get curious on wow, why am I feeling this way? And so I see that as such a win that I felt that for one night and I was able to choose a new thought literally the next day. And it wasn't that I just didn't feel my feelings. I processed them. I realized what was happening, but I was able to move through it so much quicker because I became aware of the thought I was struggling with. And so those are, like I said, that's a hurdle and a win. And I, it was very exciting. Yeah, I love that. I love, I'm celebrating over here <laughs> with you because I agree that, that, that could have potentially, or in the past would have taken quite a while to get past that thought because eventually like the only way you get past it is that you do it's feel what it is it. and then you go through There's it. There's no and way then, around it. Correct. It's only through. Correct. And the, so, so that's where I'm just celebrating with you for Sure. My win for the week is five minutes before this podcast, we came up here and our desk <laughs> that we use for this is basically a multi-purpose desk. So we do all of our work calls from here. We do podcasts from here. If that was not enough, we eat some meals up here <laughs> after calls. Then our kids use this for homeschooling at times. They use it for painting their nails, for their various crafts. 
It's and a multi-purpose this desk. This is a multi-purpose desk. This isn't even like our regular dining table. Like it's just a multi-purpose desk that is used by many. And for so long, for several weeks, maybe months, it has just been accumulating all of those said things, whether that's the fingernail polish or, you know, all kinds of different things. So we didn't really have the time, but we made the time to just clean it off. Go ahead and and I even sprayed the thieves cleaner on there and, and just cleaned the glass. It's a glass desk. I cleaned the whole thing and I am feeling great right now. Like I love it. Like we're it's not so having to. In this space. Yeah, we're not having to fight around water bottles to press record on this thing. Like it's it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Side note. How many times does that really happen? Like, like so it's something true. that is so, it, it doesn't take that long, but we put it off and we put it off and then we endure. I mean, five we to suffer, three minutes. We suffer through the stress and the, the overwhelm and the difficulty because we didn't take five minutes to deal with it. And we do that for weeks and weeks. So it's so much. We don't have time drama. to really go over that. But what I'm saying is, is that I encourage you that if it's something that is causing you pain, it's probably something like, and it's in your house. It probably is not going to take that long. Just go ahead and handle it today. Yeah. We make, we produce so much mind drama about the smallest things. We make mountains yeah. out of. My hurdle <sighs> for the week is a little more serious. <laughs> it is to me, you know, I'm, I'm glad for a, for a clean desk for sure. But over the past couple of months, so I would say really since. We got back from the beach. So we went to the beach in mid-August. Mm-hmm. And since then, we have been full on, because we started homeschool when we got back from the beach, we started a business basically a week before we went to the beach. So we were working on that at the beach and, and trying to get it launched, as well as just like the busyness of we've added soccer to our schedule over the past little bit to where we have three different Fullness. Fullness, we know. We don't, I know. Three different kids playing three different teams at three different times a lot of times. And so adding all that in there together, life has just been very, very full. Full. And so it's just been full. And I realized that it's been several weeks, probably not long, not several weeks, since we got back from the beach again, since I have consistently worked out like I normally was. Mm -hmm. And if you've been around me for a bit, you know that I work out every day. Like it is a (laughs) daily thing. It hasn't always been that way, but at least for the past four years, there's probably not been many consecutive days that I have. I, I haven't missed two consecutive days of working out probably much at all in those four years. So I was very confused as to why this was the case. Like, why why right now? I do know that I had worked out consistently and hard up until the beach, you know, trying to get beach ready. So, you know, when we have to have those goals, sometimes when we come right off of the goals, it's harder for us to get back on track. So I thought maybe that was the case, but then I was looking more and more and more into it. And then I realized that... <laughs> don't, don't do. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that for this four years that I have been super consistent, I have had the pleasure to work with the same coach for four Mm -hmm. years. And that's changed of late. So with just watching household budget and with launching a business, we're putting extra money into launching a business and different things like that. I got the wise idea that I was going to 
trim that portion of our budget. So <laughs> after we got back from the beach, I reached out to my coach Alden, which is Alden Anderson. He's on Instagram. If you need a coach, definitely reach out. But I reached out to him and I was like, look, a fitness coach, a fitness coach. Yes. I was like, Hey man, look, we're going into a busy season with our business. And, and so I'm just really need to watch some expenses. So I'm going to pause our coaching relationship for a bit. Okay. Because I was like, man, I can, I, I really enjoy coaching. I told him from the beginning, like I see the value in networking with him. I see the value in us connecting and him always having all of the things that I, the plan and all those different things. But I was like, I've done this for four years pretty consistently. I'm pretty sure I can, I can go at this on my own. So anyways, I did not. <laughs> um, it was very, very sporadic because other things were calling for me and calling my name and needed me, right? Like I needed to build a website for a new business. I needed to do all of bank accounts and set up all kinds of different things. Like we were in launch mode. Like we were launching a business as well as soccer. Like we talked about school, all those kinds of things. And so we actually felt like we were delivering a baby. Yeah. Yeah. And so with all of that, I just completely let my physical activity mm-hmm. go by the wayside. Now let's be clear. Over the past four years, my motivation and the reasoning why I've worked out has changed. Okay. At first, I just wanted to like take care of myself and not like continue to get super obese. Okay. And then it was to look good, which never really (laughs) happened, but you know, it's fine. But then it was to like just take care of my body. Like I switched to, if you've listened at all on here, like I want to live till I'm 85 plus. And so I want to take care of my body physically as well as it's so important for my mental health and things like that. So Mm -hmm. as I was just thinking about all of that, it solidified in me the importance for coaching and the things that coaching does for you, okay? Because I want to be clear, the reason why I thrive with a fitness coach is because fitness is important to me and Mm -hmm. exercise is important to me. I would not need nor thrive with a sewing coach, right? Like, like unless it was something I was interested in, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't, it's not necessary and I wouldn't need it. So there, so there was three things I want to talk about really quick of what a coach does, what Alden did for me and what you should look for in a coach to help you do. Okay. So number one, a coach solves your pain points. I just said a second ago, like I wouldn't need a sewing coach because sewing is not a pain point for me. Like, can I sew? No, I'm not any good at sewing, but do I care to sew? No, I don't really care to sew. And so a coach will solve your pain points. That, that, that thing that's keeping you up at night or that thing that's like always in the back of your brain or that thing that is just nagging at you at all times. A lot of times it's a coach, mentor, Yoda, whatever it is (laughs) that can come alongside you and say, Hey, look, I see you. I've actually been where you are before Mm -hmm. and I've got a plan. Like I hear, here's how you can take the next step. Yeah. Coach is like a guide. They've gone before you. They're a few steps ahead of you and they guide you and they help help you solve like something that's causing a lot of pain for you. Yeah, so so that would be the first thing. Whatever those pain points are in your life, you should definitely seek someone out. It doesn't mean that you have to go and look on Instagram and find a specific coach and things like that. Like, I'm, There's probably the people in your church that can help you. There's probably people like a mom that's further along that can help you. But it might be someone that you hire as well. So 
They're going to solve your pain point. Number two, they're going to help you shorten the gap between where you are and where you want to be. So when I first started working with Alden, I had not worked out in about 10 years. Okay. We were going through some transition in our life. Mm -hmm. We had just moved back to Mississippi. We were changing jobs. We were doing things like that. And so it was a good time for us to begin to care about our physical health. We were in our early thirties at the point. Already needed to care about, but we were in, we already loved health and wellness. And this was like the next step in our journey. We were already very interested and like already doing a lot of things, but this was an area that we were struggling in. We were not moving our bodies and that is a crucial part of caring and nurturing and nourishing ourselves. Yes. And so it would have been easy for us. Like there is no shortage of information on YouTube, no shortage of information out there in books and all that kind of stuff. Like this is how you get physically fit. You know, you just <laughs> work out consistently. You eat well. And it's actually you do those pretty things. simple. <laughs> it's very simple. Like you just move your body. There's but not why like, is it so hard? <laughs> there's not any specific method of movement that is required in order to take care of your body. Yes. You might like resonate with some more than others. Some fit more around your health goals and Mm -hmm. what the goals that you have are. But basically it's movement and then you consume good things and then you just rinse and repeat (laughs) over and over and over and over consistently. And then eventually you are in a healthier place, right? And so we knew that we had that head knowledge, but why we went to Walden, Mm -hmm. why we hired a coach four years ago, both of us did, was because we wanted to shorten that gap, okay? Mm -hmm. And that was the most beautiful thing that that we heard whenever we came in, okay? We walked in, we met him. He's got, he's a beautiful man, tattoos (laughs) everywhere. I I love this guy. But but we came in and he asked us, like, what were our goals? Where do we want to go? And it was a conversation where he just listened so, so well. But the most reassuring thing was, first of all, he said, look, we can get where you want to go. Number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, confidence. I just want you to focus on one thing. Okay. We're going to focus on movement and then eventually we'll focus on the nutrition side of things. A lot of times whenever we're first getting started, we're bombarded with all of the things we need to do. Right. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, we've got to do this and that and this and that. And then we just try to do it all at once. We throw away all the food in the fridge, all the food in the pantry. <laughs> We buy all the new workout gear. We go sign up at the gym. We go do all the things, right? Yep. All at once. And we do it for a week. And then like next week, we're back to eating like Chick-fil-A and, you know, (laughs) sleeping in, right? Because we've just done too many things at one time. And so that was one of the greatest things. make a simple thing super complicated. And that's what a coach helps you keep it simple And like you said, shorten that gap. Yeah. And so he shortened the gap by us actually doing less than we thought we were going to have to do. The reason so much quicker. The reason why the gap was shortened was because he had a plan, right? He was like, look, I've been here before. I've helped other people do this. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to help you do this. Of course, guess who had to show up every single day? Mm -hmm. That was me. Exactly. Who had to eventually buy the groceries? That was me. That was us, right? Mm-hmm. Who had to who had to cook them? Who had to consume them? Who had to stay? It was us. But because we had a coach who had a plan, that gap was so much smaller than it would have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thirdly, and this is what I'm seeing right now in my life. 
<laughs> a coach will help you stay the course, okay? Mm-hmm. A coach will help you stay the course. They're, they're there to help you solve your pain points. They're there to help you shorten the gap. But the only way that gap is shortened, the only way you're going to see the transformation that you're after, the only way that you are going to be able to move from that pain to where you're trying to go is to stay the course. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in a day. Yes. just doesn't. Well, yeah. Anything. One, one thing he helped too was just that growth is not linear. He always said mm. that. Like it's not going to be just like this upward trend. It's going to be very like up and down and wiggly. And that's why he helps you stay the course. When it doesn't happen like the next day, he's there to tell you, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Grace, compassion for yourself. I don't know if, you know, Alden said that. But in his own way, he did. <laughs> yes, 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 he did. It's so, so true. That is what it's truly about that accountability. We often buck mm. against accountability because we want to hide. We, we don't want to show the vulnerability and insecurity that comes along with having someone like see you and hold space for you. But that's the beauty. That's the beauty of growth is being comfortable with the uncomfortable and so that's so true. Like, I love these three points. Solve the pain points, shorten the gap of where you are to where you want to go, and stay the course. That is a coach. Yeah, and so like today we've talked specifically about a fitness coach, but that's literally anything, any pain point that we're having in life. Mm-hmm. If you're having trouble with your finances, you should probably get a financial coach. If you're having trouble in life, should probably get a life coach. Go to I've heard there's some good ones at lookupandserve.com. If you're having trouble with your walk with Christ, then you should have a coach, a mentor, whether that's a pastor, a a older sister in the faith, a brother in whatever that is. Like Paul and Timothy, right? Like that's wow. how it was set up. Like literally, he was a mentor, he was a coach, he was a guide. Paul to Timothy. That's that, exactly what he was. That's what I love about this life is that we do not have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. We do not have to just man up and buck up and be like, I got this. But we can actually seek out help from other people. Yeah. What What's one of the biggest quotes for a woman is, I just got to put my big girl panties on, <laughs> you know? But like, do you really have to? Like, you can reach out and say, hey, look, I need help. That is like one of the most tender, beautiful places to be in that's going to produce the most growth in your life is being willing to say, hey, look, I don't have it all together. And I know you don't either, but I know you can help me and I need help. And I'm willing to just come to the table and say, I'm here. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to be comfortable with the uncomfortable to produce the results that I want and desire in my life. If these things matter to me, it is worth it. If if certain things in your life matter to you, it is worth getting help to get there quicker. You can do it alone. 100%. But 100%, it's going to take so much longer, and it's going to be a little bit more miserable, (laughs) a lot more miserable. There is so much beauty in doing things with other people and there's beauty in being vulnerable and okay with feeling weak that's how you get stronger truly and so yeah and and i agree a hundred percent like you can do this without a coach 
but it's going to take you a lot longer and it's going to be a whole lot harder. And guess what? I want to let you know in on something. If this coach is worth anything, whatever kind of coach that is that you're looking after, that you're seeking after, if they're actually worth being called a coach in that space, whatever it is, their mission is to help you Mm -hmm. and to serve you. They are actually probably obsessed with it. Like they are obsessed with serving you, obsessed with serving you, Mm -hmm. obsessed with helping you, obsessed with seeing you have the transformation and the results and the growth that you're after. Yeah. This is how they show up and contribute. That's like gifts. It is like, that's what I can say about the coaches that I love and trust and admire. Alden, for instance, he's obsessed with seeing his clients be successful. Like he shows up. He is one of the most consistent people Mm -hmm. that I know. He's so knowledgeable specifically mm-hmm. about always fitness, growing always knowledge. growing. And so like, he's, he's probably not the coach for if you're a mom that's wanting to know how to take care of a baby because he's never been there before. But if you're, but do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he's obsessed with helping people get fitness results. And so a good coach can help you solve the pain points, can help you shorten the gap and can help you stay the course. Because that's what fires them up. That's what mm-hmm. they're ultra passionate about. And that's what the way that they want to serve the people that they have in front of them, their clients. So I hope that was helpful to you today. Do you have anything else to say? All that I have to say, because this was mostly Chris's story today, is that that is so true for when myself and Chris is that if you are a mom, a woman, more specifically a mom who is just really struggling in the trenches of a lot of overwhelm and stress and your life feels very chaotic and you desire more peace and calm and you want to love your days. It doesn't mean your life is perfect, but like despite your circumstances, whatever is going on in your life, you want to love this one precious life that you've been given. We are the coaches for you Mm -hmm. because we have literally obsessed over how to serve you and we were you like we truly know where you have been we know the thoughts you're thinking the feelings you're feeling and the actions you're taking or not taking because we have been there and have grown so much and we're continuing to grow like we never stop learning we never stop growing and so it's just like a revolving door of what you will learn from us because we want to be that for you. And what I love about Alden, what I love about other coaches as well, and the way that we approach it is that when we walked into that gym that day, we already said he was so confident that he could help us. Like, like we, he wasn't like, Oh man, you're You're too too far far gone. gone. (laughs) Right. And trust me, I was pretty far gone, but, but that, and that confidence And I was the girl that was really far gone. I said I was allergic to exercise. So the same thing is you think you're too far gone. You like there's no way I can get out of this overwhelm. Like I just live in this cycle every single day. I cannot seem to get out of it. I promise you. I promise you. You can. You are not too far gone. Nothing has gone wrong. You're right on time. And there's never a better time. Then now, in the present, like think about the rest of your life. It doesn't matter what has gone on all of your life up until now. How you've mothered, how you've parented, how you've shown up for your life. It does not matter 
you still have so much, Lord willing, you have so much life to live. So if this is a struggle for you, a pain point, do you want to continue to go down that road? Do you want to stay where you are? Or do you desire more peace and calm and loving your days? Because that is available to you. It's available to you right now. Nothing in your life has to actually change except your thoughts about your life. And then when you start loving your days, you're so much more open to change actual things that are going to even give you more peace and ease in your life. And so we are confident, like we truly are confident that we can serve you and we're here. We've been setting the table for you and we're so excited to get to walk alongside of you on this journey. Yeah. So if you're at all interested, you can go to lookupandserve.com and then you can get all the information that you need there. The last thing that I would say is that the reason why everything you said is true is because a good coach also sees you at your highest self. We see mm-hmm. the greatness in, in the person that we it's so true. Are, are there. We don't see I the person see that they... I see you that way. Yes, we see you that way. I already literally see you walking out your days from a posture of peace, calm, and loving the days that God has given you. Like I already see that for you because I know what is possible because I know if I can come out of where I've come from and love my days and life definitely is not perfect for me, but I create the joy in my life. I create how I delight in my life and I create that for myself with my thoughts. So I absolutely already see that for you. There's no doubt in my mind that that is available to you because if you are a believer in Christ, especially this is all already inside of you. And so we just want to help you peel back those layers and see the goodness that we see in you. We want you to see the goodness that we see in you and see yourself as Christ sees you and agree with him. So So that's all that we have for today. We hope it was encouraging to you. If you have some wins and some hurdles that you would like us to celebrate with you, we would love to hear from you. Share those with us. We will see you later. Yes. Keep looking for the good. It's always there.